Welcome to the Dance Studio Empire podcast, a mix of business strategies, simple tips for studio growth and success, with a touch of inspiration, motivation, plus raw and honest conversations to ensure you are building your studio empire. I'm your host, Jen Dalton, studio owner for 30 years, dance business coach, and the author of the book, Teaching Dance Beyond the Steps. My business philosophy is creativity is our superpower, and I believe we all have the means and ability to infiltrate this into our studio. Just sometimes we can get too busy, distracted, or overwhelmed to see that. So that is exactly why I am here to help you. So if you are ready to master the art of creating demand, unravel the dance of numbers in your studio, and run your business to its full potential, then you are in the right place. Okay, let's do this. Sit back and relax, and let's get ready to build your dance studio empire. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Dance Studio Empire podcast. I am Jen Dalton. I am your host, and I am really excited to be here and give you this episode today. The sun is shining, the weather is warming up, so I am so excited. I don't know if you're a winter person or a summer person, but for me, the warmth, the heat, the sun, it's where I'm at and it's coming and it feels really, really great. Okay, today's episode, it's all about shedding light on the key success and the biggest mistakes of dance studios. Now, whether you are a seasoned pro, you've been doing it for a while, or you're just starting out on your studio journey, I'm hoping that you're going to find valuable insights in this episode. So as usual, it's all about simplifying, strategizing, and working out ways to take your dance studio and grow it in the way that is the most balanced for you and your life. So let's get into it first off first off i just want to talk about it's the trap of overcomplicating everything so i did mention just before about how i like to simplify everything keep it just everything easy and especially when it comes to the journey for a new family that we're getting in so my recommendation is fewer steps automated responses and crystal clear communication because we want that the journey for them to be seamless to be just be really simple that they don't even have time or a reason to to doubt what they're doing or maybe this is all too hard and leave so the first mistake that i want to talk about that i see dance studios doing is overcomplicating things particularly that journey for the new family So our goal, our goal should be as fewer steps as possible to get that new family into your studio. So this, whether you do free trials, whether you, whether it's just the first lesson from the minute that they're clicking, whether it's from the website or from a a Facebook ad or whether they're picking up the phone, whatever they're doing, we want to make it as simple as possible. So how can we do this? I would really encourage you to plan a way to answer any questions that they may have. So what what do I need to do? 
What do I need to bring? What does she need to wear? Um, when I'm when I get there, where do I park? So all the questions that might come up, I want you to think about how you can answer these. So they they basically it's like you're in their head and they're like, oh, excellent. I was wondering where I need to park. Oh, I was wondering what he needed to wear. I was wondering if I need to bring anything else. Have a think about what they might ask and have that preempted so that they know this before they even get there, before they have to ask. And now how can you do this? There, of course, are many, many ways. One way that works well is an automated email sequence. This is once you set it up, you can trigger it so that it goes off without you having to think about it. There's always picking up the phone and having a conversation, which is pretty, can be pretty exciting. It's a bit of a novel idea now because we don't speak on the phone as much as we used to. But even sending a text message works really well um, or having a video. You could even think about setting up a video series on YouTube and then just providing a link for them to watch. So there's many ways that we can be doing and addressing these questions that they might have, uh, but I do recommend that you do it. And then not only do this for new families coming in, but you could have this set up for current families that are in. If you're changing any processes, if you're adding anything new, if, if you're wanting to highlight things, um, I'll go back to parking because, well, parking is still such a nightmare for us. Um, and I know a lot of other studio owners have have an issue with parking, but if we have a, well, just recently we've actually <laughs> had an, an issue with our parking. And so we went through all these forms of communicating again. So we did do a video and put it on our socials just for our studio, just to remind them exactly where we need to park. And uh, we did it in an email and we also wrote it in, um, wrote it as well in, in our Facebook pages. So that was just another way to, to keep them informed. And it's in the end, it's going to be less stress for me as the business owner. Uh, and of course, for our neighbors who are also stressing out about us parking. Anyway, if you know, you know, I, I know you can appreciate that. I also want to encourage you to make the enrollment process really easy. So again, as fewer steps as possible. So if you do have a new family that come in, the dancers tried the class, they loved it, they want to join, have it so that they don't leave the studio until they're enrolled, until you have all the information that you need. And this could be a hard copy form. It could be a QR code that sends them straight to an online form. Um, it could send them straight to your dance management system, however you however you get your enrollments. Um, you could even have an iPad there if you have if you want them to put their information straight into your system, have an iPad that they can fill out. The 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 best thing about this is it's then done. It's not saying to them, just yep, go home, send us an email. Let us know what classes you want to do or go home, click on the website and then find the tab that says new um, timetable and scroll down to enrollments and then scroll down to, you know, so you're taking away any excuse or any reason for them not to do it. And I, I always put myself back in the position of the person who is walking into my studio. And if it was me, I just want to get it done so that I can walk out of there and not think about it again. So Hop, hop into that position as if it was someone coming into your studio. What can you do to ensure that you get what you need from them? So literally they're joined and they're coming the next the next week. 
Okay, the next thing with this is I will clearly communicate your expectations of your weekly classes. So as I mentioned before, like the parking situation, but this could be um, dropping off and picking up what the process is for your studio, what your expectations are. Uniform and grooming it could be whether parents are in the classroom or not in the classroom. All those things have have a way that that's communicated. Again, it could be on on YouTube videos on series that you set up that people have to watch when they enroll. Um, but just have it so that they it's really easy. You could send this in your weekly emails if you if you're sending emails to your um, to your families. This could be part of your social media strategy. Keeping this also just physical signs physical signs still work um, particularly if it's not something that's up all the time it, people walk in and they, and they do notice it so with our parking issue that i was talking about earlier we ended up just putting some signs up as well just to remind our families that they need to park in our allocated parking and not in everybody else's because it was causing a lot of stress but it was a it was a good way just to communicate and a little bit different as well and the other thing that I would suggest doing to just keep it easy for everyone is communicate early, as early as you can, any major dates that you have throughout the year that require attendance. So, for example, your concerts or performances or maybe it's exams. It could even be holiday workshops. If you give that information to your families as soon as possible, then they can get that in their diary they can then make it a priority. So again, down the, down the track, there's not the questions. There's not the, oh, we've double booked and, oh, I didn't know the concert was going to be this day. We're going on holidays. Give them everything you can so that they can put it in their diaries. Basically, the more streamlined and simplified this is for your families, you, first of all, are going to get faster and easier enrollments and it's going to be easier for you in the long run because it's going to be less questions, less time and less stress for you. So keeping it as simple as possible. When how I started this process was when an issue would arise, I would look at that issue and I would think, how can I um, make this um, as, as easy as possible that I'd never get asked this question again or this scenario never happens again. What can I do? And that's basically how the process of this started for me. So I just encourage you, have a look through everything that you're doing. How can you simplify it? Simplify it for your customers, for your new families, for your current families, but also for yourself. Okay, we need to remember to look after you as well. Okay, that's the first thing. Now, the second thing is, the second biggest mistake of dance studios that I'm seeing is that a lot are spending most of their time focused on finding new students and not focused on the students that you already have. So ask yourself, honestly, do you spend most of your time hunting for new students? Because if you do, I, I just want to challenge you to change that focus. The families who have already chosen to be in your studio, they already trust you and they already love you. So I think it's really important for us to nurture that connection. They know you, they trust you, they have confidence in you, otherwise they wouldn't stay. And so I also really encourage to make the re-enrollment process a breeze for them make it again really simple 
What can you do to ensure the current students that you already have re-enroll so they're with you again for, for another year at least? What can you do? Now, you may or may not have heard, but I did an episode um, number 20 where I speak about my exact steps of our seamless re-enrollment process that we do each year. And from that, so for example, last year, within two weeks, you'll you'll hear how I, I break it up, but in two weeks, we had re-enrolled, um, 350 kids had re-enrolled within two weeks and we still had another four weeks left of the, the dance year uh, and then still another um, couple of weeks until the end of the year. So it is worth putting some time and effort into it. The best thing about um, the, the re-enrollment process is that once you do it once, it's just a matter of tweaking it each year. So it becomes quite easy for you. But, you know, it is, it's a win-win, right? So those families that you already have, who already love you, they come with less questions. They generally will do what you ask with little fuss. You, you say, for example, you need to call it an extra rehearsal, something's come up or you need to change something. They're less likely to, to stress about that or, or have a go at you because they, they know that everything you do is in the best intention and you haven't deliberately done that to, to make it harder for them. They, they have this understanding that people that are new don't yet have because they don't know you properly. So we need to nurture that. And you've just, you've done the hard work with them. So spend that time now loving them up because these are also the people who are going to recommend you if um, asked about, you know, in the playground at school or whether, you know, um, parents groups or even Facebook groups, these people will recommend you when they say, well, my child wants to learn dancing. They'll be like, well, come to our studio. It's amazing. So just remember that too. Now, there's some benefits for re-enrolling these students, you know, as soon as you can, because for you, it will, it will start filling up your classes for the new year before you go on break for Christmas which is a really nice feeling instead of getting to January and thinking, how am I going to fill my classes? It also then gives you an indication of classes that are either nearing capacity or classes that have lower enrollments. So you can then market to classes that maybe need more students. Um, you can put a little bit of um, FOMO on classes that are nearing capacity. It's like if you want to join this particular class, you better get in and, and enroll now or you'll miss out or you'll need to go on a wait list. So you can use that to your advantage as well. Also staffing, it will help with you staffing as well. And you also, so you've re-enrolled your current students, as you're getting inquiries for new students, you can then guide them to the classes that are less full. So you can again, start filling those classes that you need. And also a little, a little bonus, if you do, um, take registration fees um, when people enroll then there's a little holiday bonus for you you know that little bit of extra income in the bank account is always helpful and always appreciated at um, at that time of year so look and it also just gives you another way to build hype and maintain excitement so during that concert season you can talk about the new year and how excited you are the new offerings that you're giving because they know about them and then also on the flip side of that, there are benefits for parents. You know, the ones who it's it's one less thing for them to worry about over the busy Christmas period. I mean, how often do you hear 
people say, oh, I meant to do that. I just forgot. Actually, let's be real. I'm that person as well. Um, but by making it simple, by making it an easy process, you just tell them where, what, when, and how much it's going to cost, making the decision just really easy for them. So it's either, it's either a yes or a no. There's no fluffing about in between. So now I say that obviously this was focusing on the current students, but it is still also important to market to those new, new people to join your studio. I am um, absolutely, I'm not saying don't do that. It is very, very important, but I am, I just don't want you to forget about the ones that you already have because, um, yeah, again, it's going to make your life a lot easier if you just spend a bit of time with them. Okay, moving on to number three. This is the third point of the biggest mistakes of dance studios, and it is not knowing or keeping track of the important numbers in their business. So let me tell you, do you want to know that the two ways to make me panic? There's two ways. The first way is you can throw a ball at me and ask me to catch and you'll just see this fear come over my eyes like, oh my God, I can't catch a ball. And then the second one is to ask me to do maths in my head. And I'm talking like as simple as working out change. Right, right. So it just honestly, it just like this panic comes over me. I get this block up because I've just always been, a, I'm not a, I'm not a numbers person. I'm not a numbers person. However, I have had to change that mindset because Let's talk a little bit about the numbers in your business. Trust me, I get it, right? I, I am not that numbers person. I'm a creative, probably like you. Now, I know there are a few exceptions who actually listen to this podcast. I know you and I love you. Um, they are the ones, they love their spreadsheets and they love talking profit and loss. I love and appreciate you. However, I am going to guess that most of you just love the creative side of what we do. Um, but we are running a business, so it is important that we do have some idea. But guess what? Because if, you, if you're not tracking those key numbers, it's basically like dancing without music. You know, you're guessing the steps in the dark. And so it's time to change that. So let's start by discussing the numbers that matter. Um, going back to catching the ball thing, I luckily I chose dance and there are no balls, so I'm okay. With the numbers thing, I just had to work on it and just slowly build my confidence with it. So honestly, if I can do it, you can do it too. All right, like I said, not tracking your studio key numbers is like steering a ship without a compass, right? Knowing where to invest your time and your resources effectively is the only way to efficiently grow your business because if you don't know them you've got nothing to compare to so what are some of those important numbers let's go through them now so the first one would be knowing the average value of what one student is worth to you each year so once you've worked that out right so i do have a student value calculator which um, episode number 13 i actually talk about this exact thing for the whole episode about the student value and um, i believe there is a link in the show notes there where you can download the calculator if for whatever reason it's not linked just shout out to me um, send me a dm on instagram um, underscore jen dalton underscore and i will forward you the the spreadsheet which is the student value calculator um, then once you have that value 
You can then look at the average time a student stays enrolled at your studio, okay, the life, the lifespan of them. And then this also helps you forecast your income as well, which is a question that I get asked, particularly in, um, in our mastermind groups where um, the studio owners are really building solid businesses and they're, they're starting to scale. They want to know how to forecast. And this is one way that we need to, to enable ourselves to be able to do that. Okay. The next thing would be is your expenses and your outgoings. Okay. So what does your business spend on an average in a year? So this is including pays, rent, insurances, subscriptions that you have to both dance programs as well as admin programs. Although many of the dance management systems um, help you track this quite well now. So that is a blessing um, that is it that is that comes with those dance management systems. So that is really good just being able to know what these are and to be able to track them. And then third, I have titled it important expenses. So they're still expenses. They're um, probably an extension of the point before, but for me, these these two things, marketing and personal development are really important in my business. I know the value of those. So I have a budget put aside just for these things because I know how valuable they are. They are bringing more money into my business, enabling me to grow. And so there are an expense, um, but it is it's, it's a calculated expense, which is what I'm exactly what I'm talking about with the money. So I just have to track and make sure that the money I'm putting towards marketing is giving me a return on my investment and ROI. Same with personal development. It's a hard one. Some people find it hard to justify that. But for me, I know the value. So if I'm investing in myself, whether it's a business coach for myself, I know the return that I'm getting when I work with them. As long as it's more than what I'm paying, then that's winning. Okay, the fourth one is tracking your conversions from your trials or whether it's the first class to new enrollments to then class units per student. So how many classes is one student taking? You want to encourage them, obviously, to take as many classes as possible through to retention. So we need to know these numbers because if, say, for example, you're getting lots and lots of people trialing or coming for that first lesson, but they're not enrolling, then you need to, then we can see, okay, there's something's going on with these lessons. What, what is it? What can we address? Um, maybe you're, you've got, they get enrolled. So the, the process from their first class to the enrollment's excellent. They're in, they're loving it, but then you're not retaining them through to the next year or through to the next two years or three years. And you can then see why. So maybe it's a particular teacher that is not, um, you know, performing in class, or maybe there's, you know, they don't have the connection for some reason. Why aren't they staying? And you can actually then have a look where the holes are and we can start plugging them. So once we know where the problems are, we can start fixing them. And then uh, the fifth one would be your staff KPIs. Now, that's a very businessy term, KPIs, key performance indicators is what that is. And it basically is just that are your teachers and staff performing as you have asked, as you expect, and as you want. And then what do you have, what process do you have in place to track that? So you need to have some, some way to know if they are performing or not, because 
obviously staff is an expense they cost however they should also be part of the business that is bringing you in money and keeping your keeping your students happy still making sure that they're achieving what they need to achieve in the classroom but we do have to have some form of process to track that and then finally the sixth um, number that I think is really important is the revenue versus your income versus your profit versus your expenses and that's where you know I know a lot of people are probably tuning out there um, but it is important because you should be running a profitable business um, you deserve to be able to go on holidays you deserve to be able to enjoy the money that you're making it shouldn't just be always just about um, putting it back into the business to keep surviving so those to me are probably the the most six important numbers to have have a think about for us as dance studio owners um, but before we i wrap up today's episode i want to leave you with a thought and i know numbers can sound intimidating and they might not be as glamorous as teaching dance um, and i know that you obviously love so much um, and i love so much that creative side but remember they are the silent partner in our studio growth and it they are what guide us empower us and ultimately sets you up for success so let's quickly recap the key success and biggest mistakes i see studio owners making is overcomplicating things we just want things simplified particularly for that customer journey the second thing is spending most of their time focusing on new, on finding new students and not cherishing the current students that you already have and the third one is not knowing or keeping track of those important numbers but we just need to learn to embrace the numbers because they are your compass all right in the end it is not about drowning in spreadsheets or financial jargon it's about achieving balance okay finding the joy in the dance and creating a thriving studio where your creative spirit shines alongside the financial stability and sustainability of your business now i am currently working on something that is going to be able to help you with all of this rest assured it is going to be simplified it's not going to be it's not going to be complicated with fancy words um it's yeah it's easy it's simple and you're going to love it um i will definitely let you know the details very soon um but yeah i look if you found this episode helpful i would really appreciate if you could write a quick review and give me a five star rating um this then helps the word get out to other studio owners who are also trying their best to share their passion as well as run a successful studio Okay, until next week, keep dancing, keep growing and keep building your dance studio empire. And that's a wrap for this week's episode. I'm so grateful to have you listen each week. If you found today's episode valuable, I'd greatly appreciate it if you could take a moment to rate, five stars of course, and leave a review on your preferred podcast platform. Your feedback empowers me to keep delivering insightful content. To ensure you never miss an episode, hit that subscribe button and be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore Jen Dalton underscore and join our private Facebook group, Dance Studio Empire. 
Until next time, keep dancing, keep thriving, and keep building your dance studio empire.